In today's episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, entitled Angel, we learn what it's like for a 16-year-old girl to be touched by an angel. And I ain't talking about Tess or Monica. I'm Tavia. I'm Anissa. And I'm James. And this is What the Hell Mouth. Hey guys, this is James. Welcome to What the Hell Mouth. What are we doing today? I don't know. Who knows? I'm exhausted from podcasting. TC, Anissa, how's your week been? It's been good. I turned uh, 28 this week on Thursday. (laughs) You're 22. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling nearly 30. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) fucking true. I do I don't know about Desperately you. Definitely feel but that nearly shit is 30. fucking true. <laughs> I mean, my week was cool. I had Thursday and Friday off. I work from home Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Why'd you have those two days off? It was her birthday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you asked for them off? Yeah. And then I worked. And then she worked. My entire birthday. I work from 6 a.m. to 10, 10 o'clock. Wait, you have a job now? Well, I mean, I'm day playing for my job. Okay. I don't know what that means. Uh, they'll call me in like uh, for a day or two a week just okay. to make sure that I'm getting paid or whatever. But So you just hung out by yourself? Oh, I slept. Okay. <laughs> all day. I slept all day. You know, that's signs of depression. Yeah. Well, it's not even a sign. That's a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you depressed. <laughs> Unless you're a vampire sleeping all day. Ugh, I wish. Which, hey guys, we watched Angel today. Wait, do you no. want to go into a summary first or do you want Why don't me- you guys vamp? I've got like a line left. Okay. Well, you're a part of this because major spoilers in this episode. Oh, well then if that's what you're going to say, don't do it. <laughs> what? Because what you're about to say is going to mess up my summary. Okay, guys. What am I going to talk was, how about? Was, how was your week? Talk oh, in depth oh, wait, about no, your week. No, actually, well, my week it Don't has really just... Don't you tell us anything about this episode. Oh, you know what you can do? The intro part? No. Tell oh. us how you are feeling about the series so far. Oh, yes, we, because... Do last, that. Do yes, that. Do we're that. halfway through season one. I'm enjoying it. It's right up... This stuff's up my alley. I probably would be enjoying it more if I wasn't... Like having if you got to, to just watch it. Yes, if I wasn't having to be very analytical and have to write down notes like this episode we just watched, I'm on the wrong page. I was like, "Holy shit, I did write a bunch of notes." Not even half cuz I know we're barely going to talk about this anyway. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Willow FT dubs. I'm team Willow, guys. That's who I hope Buffy ends up with. Okay, come on now. You want to know what? I hope Willow doesn't end up with Xander. I read a pretty cute, like, fluff fanfic one time when I was, like, 15 that was Buffy and Willow. And I was like, oh, this is disgusting. What? It's disgusting. Guys, Willow's beautiful, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I thought all the lights were about to cut out and, like, Kiss Me was going to come on. But, like, Nicole would be in the other room crying because, like... Allison Hannigan walk in and then it's just love at first sight. I'd freak out. What if we had her on the podcast? What if, would you pee? No. That's good because that'd be embarrassing. Yeah. And she'd be like, I think I better go. <laughs> that's actually that's a very good Allison impression. That's really good. You got that summary done? You know, I don't. Okay. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I will let me talk about something we discussed maybe an episode or two ago. 
I think episode five, they stopped doing the every single generation there's a slayer, but this episode they brought it back and I think I know why. The other episodes were written too long, so they weren't able to put in that. They would have gone over on runtime. So I think this episode might have been a little shorter. So, hey, we can throw that in there, fill up some time in between commercials. That makes sense because it did feel like a shorter episode. Yeah, it did. But it also felt like they were there were a lot of moving parts in the episode like people that came in and left and came in and left and it's just yeah. like what the hell mouth yeah what the hell mouth <laughs> so i mean it was an interesting episode i finally found out uh baby antichrist's name is colin and i knew a boy named colin who i would not have been surprised if he had grown up to be the antichrist so perhaps is he still alive colin. i don't i have no idea I mean, if he is, there's still time. Let's look him up. I'm gonna All right. Up. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? <laughs> You're putting in a lot of extra notes, I feel like. I don't think so. It's bad. Oh, his phone's blowing up. No, it's not. It's for some reason famous. it keeps wanting me to back up oh. my contacts and to iCloud. No, I can't. <laughs> yeah, that's not. <laughs> How did you rig that? <laughs> no, I have a Boost Mobile Sidekick type phone boop, from boop. Verizon. This episode is brought to you in part by Verizon, man. This <laughs> one, <laughs> so like, it just has to start crackling and like <laughs> get really shitty because so is Verizon. <clears throat> I'm pleased with my service. Oh, I have T-Mobile. I'm incredibly displeased, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. This is such a surprisingly common name. Am I spelling it wrong? Is this being left in? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Are Fuck you giving it. us an option to take something out? Wow. I've never done not. that before. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Angel. Lips of an angel. Touched by an angel. Shorty, you're my angel. Angels in America. City of angels. Angel from Rent. Buck Angel. Chris Angel. Calling all angels. Angels in the outfield. I know what you're thinking. Did Tavia forget to write a summary for this episode? <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> this episode starts with Buffy and Willow at a roach-infested bronze talking about their barren love lives. Willow mentions to Buffy that, much like my father, Angel's not around a lot, huh? But Angel does come around, right when Buffy needs him the most. After a rousing fight where he gets stabbed and maybe the ribs are just the upper ab, Buffy takes him home to get him cleaned up. He stays the night and crashes on the floor, just like a 30-plus-year-old gentleman in a 16-year-old girl's room should. The next night, as Angel has spent the entire day in Buffy's room, which no one questions, during a steamy kiss, Buffy, and somehow James, learn the shocking truth. Angel is a vampire. It brings up the true question of morality. Can one be both a good man and a blood-sucking fiend? Trick question. There's literally no such thing as a good man. <laughs> After watching Angel aid in the three's defeat, Darla, Angel's ex-lover, has had enough. She finds a way to be invited into Buffy's house and takes a nice little nip out of Joyce. When Angel shows up after hearing Joyce scream, Darla tosses a bloodletting Joyce into his buff, buff arms. Buffy walks in to find him, teeth bared over her bloody mother. She's furious, and rightly so, as the only woman Angel should be eating in that house is her. Buffy makes the executive decision to turn Angel into a real angel. And by that, I mean kill him. <laughs> it's not until she's three arrows deep into the fight that Giles learns that it was Darla that went down on Joyce's neck. 
not Angel. When the Scoobies show up to the bronze, they find themselves in a spaghetti western style shootout. In the end, Angel puts an arrow through Darla's chest. This calls for celebration. Buffy and the gang head to a newly fumigated bronze with hopefully less roaches where she has kiss number two with Angel. And he doesn't even flinch as the cross leaves a meaty brand on his supple chest. Do you know why they're called spaghetti westerns? No. So Nicole and I were trying to figure this out in a car driving back from Muskegon. And we were coming up with theories. I was thinking, oh, maybe they came on during, you know, like the 50s and 60s when, you know, things weren't as well to do for some middle class family. So maybe well eating, they were always eating spaghetti. That could be one reason. And then I then I said as a like, oh, this wouldn't be this is too racist. Oh, they call them spaghetti Westerns because maybe a bunch of Italians or they're made (laughs) in Europe. And that's where spaghetti comes from. We look it up. Oh, no, it's the racist thing. It's they called them spaghetti Westerns because they were made for cheap in Italy. Yes. What if every spaghetti Western, the reason they were called that was because like there's a cut scene during a fight and there's just a guy angrily eating spaghetti. Like he's like, (laughs) (laughs) like a comically large bowl of spaghetti. Or just at all the taverns, they are not taverns, saloons, they eat spaghetti. Or like one of the guys is like, ah, say, give me a whiskey. And he's like, no whiskey, only spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god <laughs> starting early huh? can I get a slice of cheesecake no cheesecake only spaghetti <laughs> and cheesecake in the wild west I mean they like the finer things they had spaghetti they can't them, in the wild like... west <laughs> yes they must have spaghetti westerns also I thought maybe they were just cheap movies and spaghetti is also cheap to make uh, phone down phone down Drop my phone and that's why they called them spaghetti westerns <laughs> we had th- we had two very solid hey this is what it could be maybe you know forward thinking stuff but no it's just the race it's always thing. the racist <laughs> option yeah it's always 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 the most racist option now about the fumigation <laughs> party. <laughs> When we went to the Buffy pop-up at wherever we went to the Buffy pop-up at a bar, yeah, I walk in, I see a sign and it was like, if you find a roach, turn it in, get a free drink. And I was like, what kind of classless, disgusting, <laughs> like <laughs> shitty, like service is this? I'm not going to go looking for a fucking roach. You shouldn't tell people there's roaches. And now watching this episode (laughs) where it starts off with the fumigation party and them actually like cleaning out the bronze of roaches, I was like, oh, that was in theme and not just like a code, a health code violation at the bar. You never brought that up to TC? No, no, because I thought it was just disgusting oh. and not like I an mean, actual I knew what like it was, theme so I didn't thing. need to be like, okay, guys. <laughs> I didn't think I did. But now looking back, I realized she's never seen the first season. So, yeah, because I would have I would have said, TC, we are not eating. I'm very here. surprised we like sat in places knowing that you thought that there were because yeah. I put a note that says if I knew there were roaches somewhere, I would not go. And now <laughs> because well, we had already had a drink by the time I saw oh, the yeah. sign because we went we went straight obviously to the bar. We have a drink and then we're going to the different like setup areas that are part of the pop-up. The reason I'm not gonna say the name of the bar is because it was an incredibly bad pop-up. Ooh, it was, it was fucking off. Like they just had like cardboard cutouts that you could probably get from like Red Bubble and then I don't think Red Bubble does 
cardboard cutouts. Redbubble also doesn't deliver your orders sometimes, so I don't know what they do. But hey, uh, guys, unless you're buying stuff that you know, mostly speaking, Sentai merchandise, it'll get to you. I've bought things on Redbubble and got them. So yeah, we were already planning on leaving because we're seeing how like decrepit this I fucking pop up was. Actually, no, it was at Replay in Lincoln Park, and it was so disappointing. I was so genuinely disappointed because they put a lot of time, effort, and work into their South Park pop-up. And then the Buffy one was just like, they just went in the bar and they were like, and that was, there probably weren't even roaches. I bet nobody found a roach. I want $50 to go there and just haven't used the $50 certificate because I don't want to go back. I'm gonna because $50 worth of Long Island sounds like I'm gonna try to walk home and probably piss myself halfway there. And that's an experience I need, but I'm sad about it. I'm pretty sure that's an experience you've had. No, yeah. I've never I've never done one in the same night. I've never peed on myself drunk, only shit myself. And the night that so I walked home from a bar, um, I did not, from what I understand, I didn't pee, like release anything. You release some aggression on an Uber driver. No. Or Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Uber driver, I was just like, they just fucking, that's my sister right there, neck hard. And they think I'm a fucking kid. And she was like, yeah, you know. Did you just say neck hard? In that car. Oh, okay. How you're (laughs) slurring. Right. That's my sister neck hard. And I was like, what is, what inside joke is that? (laughs) Why would I make it with an Uber driver? Well, no, I'm saying like, hey, that's a nickname I have for my sister is neck hard. There's a part in the beginning where the master is talking to Darla. And the little boy is like, I would annihilate them. And it's like, he's six. That little boy is six. What six-year-old knows the word annihilate? And before anyone says, oh, well, he's a demon. He still died at six. But he's possessed by a demon that's probably older. I also was a kid who knew those terms because I played a lot of RPGs. I knew annihilate. Oh, so like white kids know them. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) here we go. It's just me. Okay, well, guys, I didn't go to college, so... Okay, there well, it is. neither did Antichrist Colin. So <laughs> there you go. The right. demon probably did. No, guys, the demon is just the demon. When you get bit by a vampire, it's just your worst you. It's not like some demon that they pull out of like a soul pool and they stuff in you. It's just the worst you. Angel's worst him is still better than my best me. But he's also spending a lot of time with the master. So I'm sure the master is teaching him. Oh, like, what if he's doing like flashcards and stuff <laughs> like, with him? This is Annihilate. Okay, but still, Colin, what is nine times nine? And he's like, 81. <laughs> he's like, so good. Let's go eat some, I guess, people. <laughs> I wonder if like if Colin gets really high marks on something, if he gets a tasty little bunny. Or a baby. I bet babies are delicious. <laughs> to vampires not like oh i'm not like saying like i think a baby would be i mean to a vampire i bet babies are like top the, tier like, yeah like like steak by like gordon ramsay that's what i was about to say gordon yeah. ramsay gordon ramsay <laughs> but i was i wasn't sure there's a conservative talk show radio host with the last name ramsay and i didn't want to accidentally say his name but so or i say just ramsay's like the yeah. dude from the bible let Whoa. my people go I know how often I confuse Gordon Ramsay with Ramsay <laughs> from the Bible. So in this episode, we see the return of Cordelia, who surprisingly did not find a body. Yeah, she was really kind of a throwaway character in this episode. But she hit Xander with a please get your extreme oafishness off my $200 shoes. And I was like, if there was ever a time for somebody to really just like dig into Xander, I like that it's Cordelia. 
I like that. Like he is always, always such an irritant. And Cordelia is always there to be like, you're disgusting. Get away from like you everyone. You sure are going to enjoy it halfway through season two. Oh, God. Wait, Angels, do they end up they together? Up? Do they friggin smooch horde? Why would you say <laughs> like that? Because it's horde. Can I go off from that? Is the him calling her a hooker, is that bad? Because she is technically the meanest person in this show. Yeah, but I mean, <sighs> she's not a sex worker. So. No, but it's, but she called him an, well, I mean, he is an oaf. So. Right. So if I call you an oaf, should you call me a <laughs> <Yeah>. nigger? <laughs> <laughs> so. And there it is. There was some real escalation <laughs> there. It and was just like, what men do xander is just your he's just your typical male he always does what i would expect a man to do she's like oh you're disrespectful and slut shaming she told him that he was the equivalent of like tall and lanky and in the way and he was like well you're a whore oh yeah i also didn't hear her call her a name because i'm pretty sure nicole who was watching this with us was constantly yes was (laughs) razzing this show the entire time so a lot of it I did not hear because of Nicole. I think we talked a lot more than, like all of us, yeah. I would say talked more than we usually Because do. of Nicole. I, I didn't know. say that, Nickel Brick, especially since you can probably hear us. Well, no, Nicole's like fun. So she made it. That's what I do. I had a good time. Yeah. Hey, Nicole, if you're listening, we know you're not. Uh, <laughs> she quite literally could be listening. No, She's she right pro- there. She probably has headphones on. Nicole, do you have headphones on? Nicole, knock twice if you can hear us. Nicole, cough really loud if you can hear us. Nicole is gone, y'all. Oh, oh no, she's it. She, oh, I was saying knock because she's she's in the other room. Oh. She's in the bedroom. Oh. I thought she was still on the couch. So I was no. like, well, um, she said fuck y'all and your podcast. So when they're fighting and fighting whom? The three? Yeah, when Buffy and Zan when Buffy and Angel are fighting the three and he gets stabbed and then she has to go. First of all, there was something weird where like she was like, look out. And he went, he turned and looked so like ready to be hit. Like he turned, opened his body up for a hit and then was like, oh, I can't believe it. Can't believe I got hit. You got me. Wow, this is so unexpected. But um, when they go back to her house to take the sh- to, to like dress the wound and they take his shirt off, his tattoo is placed so poorly. Oh, yeah. I miss I mean. I was going to say I wouldn't have tipped, but I certainly would have. I tip for everything. It doesn't matter how good or bad the service is. I just can't not tip. It makes me feel like a baby boomer. I have only not tipped once, and that's because the service at Hard Rock Cafe downtown was the worst thing I had ever gotten. Food was late. The lady said, hey, yeah, I'm going to go get your drinks. And then we just saw her on her phone for 30 (laughs) minutes and then did not get us the drinks. Yeah, it was bad. She said they don't look super thirsty. So when my mom was in Florida, she met up with a friend of hers and the friend of hers works in like upper management of food service. And I guess they went to a restaurant and it was the same thing. But she's one of those people that does reviews for restaurants in in like an official capacity. And so she sets her phone on the table and starts a timer (sighs) and just is like timing how long everything takes and she's like, oh, you know, Maria, that's my mom's name. She's like, don't worry about it. We'll get this taken care of, blah, blah, blah. And so the waitress, I guess, eventually shows up at the table and she's like, hey, you know, like, 
And like she makes a big production of stopping the timer. And she's like, it's been 48 minutes since we last saw you. We don't have drinks. We don't have utensils. Our food is cold now because we're waiting on you to get our utensils to actually eat our food. Insane. And she's like, I would like to speak to your manager. And my mom is already one of those ladies that's very big on like, I want to speak to your manager. And I was like, it's crazy because you're brown. So like, how do you get away with this? Um, But (laughs) the manager comes and... I guess my mom was like the lady flash whatever credentials she had and he got so pale and she's like and he's brown so like for brown people to get pale she was like it was insane that he looked so nervous and like they comped everything they got a whole new meal for free they got drinks all kinds of shit and that girl was fired on the spot my mom is really big for like she's just a complainer she's like a complainer at a restaurant so like we don't like going out to eat with her because like we'll go to ihop or something she'll get her hash browns and she'll be like i'm so sorry what's your name monica monica look at these hash browns now i ask for hash browns and these are more like mm, hash whites and i'm like oh my god i haven't gotten my appetizer sampler yet they're gonna spit in all my sauce and then stir it back and it's like it's IHOP. You're expecting like Grand Lux Cafe level food. Which is also bad. IHOP. Just, I've only been to Grand Lux once and I got sick, so I've never been back. Yeah. Grand Lux is not great and I don't under it's like a hood nigga like fancy yeah like like where hood niggas go after prom yeah they're like we go into the grand lux and i was like he, or poor, poor baby go to grand lux or valois <laughs> i don't know what the grand lux is Valois is in uh high park valois it's not valois no like wow. illinois the s is silent wow <laughs> also one thing about the hard rock that i should uh we were the only people there so yes, I, I forgot to drive that she home. Said, Bitch, we closed. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, you want some food? Make it just that. Home. Food machine broke. Equally, <laughs> we went to Chili's one time, and the cert like the girl would just like go on walkabouts. We couldn't find her. One time, she went and like she brought us food, and she was like, "I'll be right back to take your drink orders." And then she just didn't be right back, and it was like thirty minutes later, and I was like, "Well, I've." I just wanted like to drink something with my meal, and when she came back, I was like, "Can we get?" She said boxes. I was like the drink menu and she was like yeah and i was like "Mm, not gonna be able to tip you and it breaks my heart i tip so often that like if i tip my barber lower than what i typically tip him he he he's like oh sorry (laughs) that's how he knows that i didn't like my haircut because i'll give him like five dollars and he'll be like oh (laughs) i'm like yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i'm very particular about Everything. everything Uh, yeah everything so when it comes to tipping it's definitely a sliding scale like i just got a pedicure and it was quite possibly the worst pedicure i've gotten in like five years i just i didn't know what to do because i'm out with my little sister i want to teach her obviously better habits than the ones that my mom has which is timing your wait staff and complaining about everything and tipping and i was just like i have to tip this lady because she did my sister's nails and she did them really well but my god this is the worst fucking pedicure i've ever had in my life so what do i do so usually if like my pedicures are run about 30 bucks i'll tip you like i don't know five or six dollars and i was just like oh i'm gonna give you two dollars but oh i don't want to i don't want to and it's just i can't not tip yeah yeah I've only done it once. Uh, when we, on our anniversary, I took her to the spa and <clears throat> the last portion of the like spa day was you get manicures and pedicures. And the girl that did my pedicure, like washed my feet and then left. And I was like, 
is you going to paint him? And then she came back and painted them. And the other girl is like massaging Anissa's feet. And she's like, I don't know, like, I don't know, playing this little piggy with her toes and shit. Like, Anissa got the full experience. And my girl was an A1 fucking pedicure. She basically like, like, turned the bottle of paint over on my toes and then like left. And I was like, well, I guess this girl's going to get both tips. And I was like, thanks. As I handed her the money, because I was like, no, you don't get money. But she was like very small. And like, like maybe I think something was like wrong. But also like, we got to just lift our expectations for her. But then I felt like now something like it was in June. And I still am like, that little girl probably didn't eat because I didn't tip her. Probably like, I don't know, like stick beat her in the back room. And it was my fault. They were like, she didn't like her service. I mean, I didn't. But did she deserve to be beaten with sticks? Only maybe. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with yes. Like if that is the service that you if that is the service that you provide, then I expect. But you to maybe provide she that was service. sore from previous stick beatings. Then maybe don't come to work until you are good at what you're doing. If they're beating you with sticks, you have to come to work. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be clear that we're operating under the idea that when she does a bad, they beat her in the back room with sticks. I don't think that that's the type of job you, you can call and say, hey, what do you practice in your off time? If the first time they beat my ass with sticks because I fuck up somebody's pedicure, I'm practicing pedicures on every motherfucker I see until I have the most perfect pedicure you will never beat my ass with a stick again okay bitch. i mean i would just try and find another job <laughs> okay well that one's more reasonable i guess in this market <laughs> <laughs> all right let's uh I'm i don't sorry. even know how we got i want to go back and stop yeah, you would try to find another job we are three people that worked at the same place yeah, for upwards of two three years yeah and we're just like one day man <laughs> you rescinded your two weeks notice like nine t- yours was like an 11 month notice yes i did put in <laughs> I put in a six-month notice. You know how like double dutching starts where people are like, Bobby. Like they do that. That's how James did his two weeks. <laughs> he was like, uh, This uh. is what I did. I put in one for like the end of the year, like a year ago. And then that person in HR quit. And I said, he never messaged me back to like say, hey, I got this. So I, He said, I'm going to do you one better. I quit now. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm here to stay and things got better. Then I got into a new position. I quit then. And then they said, what can we do? And I think I did it once more and then decided not to. And then I finally said, no, thank you. For the listeners that didn't see the movement I did when I was um, talking about double dutching, James did his two week notice like that episode of SpongeBob where he's in rock bottom trying to get the can out of the uh, the vending machine and the bus is coming. So he has to keep reaching and reaching, but he never quite gets it. And then he does eventually get the can, but the bus pulls off. Yes, that is that I mean, is to exactly be fair, it. Nobody saw that visual. You said for the listeners that didn't. But you but guys saw me do the double dutch I thing. I thought you said for the listeners that didn't get the visual. Yeah, I just assumed I, lots oh, of our I listeners like, are white. And I don't them. think white people double dutch. Do white do people double dutch, double dutch? I mean, I've seen them. You've seen double dutchers or you've seen or white? The no, double no, dutchers I've seen black white people double dutch. Yes. Huh. Like, I've never seen a white person double dutch. I think my I sister might have. Your sister can double dutch? Yeah. Is she black? No. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. Can she turn? Was it like your sister or your sister? Sister. Oh. It was a hard R. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> can she turn? I Well, nobody can. I can't fucking turn. This was in elementary, so I got she in probably cannot. For turning poorly. She's also pregnant, so. Oh, definitely shouldn't double dutch now. Yeah. Hey, Louise, if you're listening, go double dutch. Who cares? Get on the double dutch bus. Is that like. This episode is brought to you in part by Raven Simone. Rope that they would use, the extension cord rope. 
That motherfucker would hit you and you'd have a welt for like a week. It's true. I got a whooping with one of those one time. And my mom beat me so severely that it left white powder all over my body. I mean, in welts as well. The welts were so bad that when I got back to school, I put on my gym shorts and I got called to the guidance counselor. <laughs> she was like, honey, is your mom hurting you? And I was like, hmm, no. The same thing happened to me, but it's because I pull out my hair. They thought that I was being beat at home. No, it was my mom. Oh, well, my in my case, it was not my parents. But when my sister was in like, I don't know, kindergarten or something, I don't know what happened. She was just displaying like probably normal kid behavior. But I think like teachers that aren't like, black thing that like sometimes kids will do things and they're like oh this is indicative of like child abuse so my sister's in like kindergarten i guess the teacher was like morgan does your mom whoop you at home and my sister was like sometimes because like <laughs> yeah sometimes <laughs> and that was it was that i think she got a whooping for it because they like call my mom up to the school and they were like you know we're not going to tolerate this if we find out this has happened again and like we're threatening her and she was like okay, I'll see to it that this doesn't happen again. No, And probably like beat the brakes off that girl. <laughs> oh my God. CPS was familiar with my mom. I don't know why though. I think it's because I was like a crazy kid and they expected like what is happening at home to this yeah. person. Child Protective Services is no, CPS. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I know that. But the listeners might not. Oh, I mean, they probably call us different. Like I know the um, DCFS is called something different and like across states i think what's that the department of child and family services oh, okay they're the ones that come and take your baby away yeah that actually happened with one of my relatives where like their parents weren't doing anything wrong but the relative of mine was like i just don't really want to like i hate you guys and they were going through like a really weird phase that again would not expect of brown people but i think that those specific relatives were raised a little different than we were and by that i mean they weren't beaten the way we were so they're a little different, but um, they were like, you know, I hate you, mom and dad. So they called DCFS thinking that like the police would come and take their parents. And DCFS came like, honey, no, we're taking you. <laughs> and she was like, no, please. You know, and they were like, no, no, no. We're here now. You have to go. And they took her. And like, well, there it is. <laughs> um, when like my uh, relative, can you? Bleep yeah, this? yeah, I can when bleep that. The relatives like found out, like, I guess the child was like, I can't do it. I hate it here. And like their parent went and like spent the night with them until they were allowed to leave. And I was like, I wish I would have called DCFS on my mama. I would have never <laughs> saw her again. She'd have been like, oh, you don't have to call. You don't come on, get in the car. Let's go. And don't take anything I paid for. Shit, my mom would have probably let, let me come back home, beat my ass, then call DCFS to take oh, my she ass got again. <laughs> you better, you better, if you take her, you better keep her. That's your baby now. The fuck? My mom had undiagnosed bipolar disorder, so it's it was hard as a kid. You think, oh, I'm going to do this job perfect, which is why I try to do things perfect now. Because if I do this perfectly and my mom gets mad, it's not on me then, clearly. I did it exactly how it should be done. I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at your story. I'm laughing at how sad this got. Like, yeah. we're all just talking about our parents and how much they have, like, fucked us up. I was once and washing dishes. My mom will... I told my mom not to listen to this. My mom's a much better person, but, hey, mom, if you hear this by accident, I know you're a different person now. My mom once... I'll tell two stories. They're my favorite stories to tell, even though we were terrified on the first one and I was terrified on the second one. I was di washing dishes and my sister had just, my mom had just thrown a great birthday party for my sister. My sister, hey, Louise, if you're listening, you're a much better person now. My sister was very ungrateful as a child. <laughs> and 
it had just built on my mom and I was doing dishes and there was crud that I couldn't get out. I was like six or seven at the time. And I said, mom, I can't get this. And my mom just grabs it out of my hand, starts like aggressively trying to get it. She couldn't get it. Just throws the dish on the ground, starts picking up other dishes and just throwing them on the wall, out the window. Uh, and I run upstairs and my sister, who's like three years older than me, for some reason, like calls up my dad on his cell phone. And after talking to her, she's like, what if mom murders us? And I was like, as you know, six or seven year old, already a nervous wreck. Remember, I was pulling out my hair at this time, just freaking out. We were like held up in my sister's room. My, my dad was working in Muskegon at the time and we were in Grand Rapids. It's about a 40 minute drive. So mm -hmm. my dad had to like Maybe he was already coming home. He had to like rush home. And later on, I found out like my this wasn't a surprise to my dad because my mom had done things similar to this before. I won't tell those stories because I wasn't alive during that time. And my dad probably wouldn't want me to say stories that my mom doesn't know I know. So another time, my dad and my mom were going through a divorce and my mom had just moved out of the house Already I was having a bad day because I was supposed to see my first concert. It was Twisted. You know, they were on Psychopathic Records with ICP and I was so amped. But the concert got canceled and we only found that out after driving there. Damn. Yeah. 40 minutes. It was we were driving from Muskegon to Grand Rapids and we got home. My buddy Dakota Rust and I, we were hanging out. Just contemplating what Dakota Fanning. Uh, no, I said Rust. That's <laughs> our middle name. Yes. Okay. Dakota Rust Fanning, what's up? This also goes in with another friend that I've brought up later. I will explain that. All of a sudden, and my dad's new girlfriend, now wife, was there. And she had never stayed the night. Keep that in mind. Like, they were just dating at this time. All of a sudden, we hear this loud crash. And we go upstairs and we see my mom just ramming her car into my dad and now stepmom's cars. Jesus. And like we go outside and she yells out the window saying, sorry, this used to be my parking spot. <laughs> and she's just like breaking shit, like crashed the car into the garage. There was a trailer, which this I was pissed off about this. She like, you know how trailers have mm -hmm, a the like the where you connect it. And so like when it's not connected, it has this like bar going down mm -hmm. to support it. She rammed into that and it totally tore up the grass, which I had to mow and made mm. it terrible to mow for maybe four years. <laughs> so she's like crashing into things. And this is during the like twilight hours. So it's still daylight outside. Just, a, you know, sun's probably going to set in two hours. Mm -hmm. And she's just like busting shit up and then she leaves well a couple weeks later the only black family in the neighborhood i've talked about him before john davis what up he says hey man that was pretty weird a few <laughs> weeks ago but from my house down the block i caught it on my my phone oh and my then i was god. like god damn it and he always brought it up and like i was fine with it but he started to like get into the mode of losing cell phones. And whenever he would bring up losing a cell phone, he would bring up that phone and he'd say, man, I never backed up that that video of your mom <laughs> crashing shit. Yeah, that's that's my mom for you. I remember when I was like, uh, 
Right? I couldn't have been more than like 10 because Morgan had to have been 16. Uh, one time Morgan was like really into baking and she was like, oh my, I want to learn how to bake this cake. And my mom was like, well, not before you clean that kitchen. And Morgan's like, okay. And we spent the whole day like deep cleaning the downstairs. So when we go upstairs to get her to check the kitchen, my mom is like on one of her like four hour prayer phone calls. And she's like, eh, you know, I'll get it. I'll, I'll check it later. And Morgan's like, okay. But she takes that as being like, it's fine. I can go make the cake now. She gets the cake book out. And like, she's going upstairs intermittently like, ma, what's this measurement? My mom is like, well, that would be blah, blah, blah. And like, it's very clear that she's down there making this cake. And then like her phone call ends and she's like, Morgan. And Morgan is like, yes, ma'am. And she's like, I know you aren't down there making that cake, are you? <laughs> and Morgan has like made the cake. The cake is ready. We're down there like eating the cake now. And she's like, uh, pardon? <laughs> and my mom comes like storming down the stairs and she comes down and like the, the kitchen is clean. But I think that the, the thing was that the like she shouldn't have made the cake without my mom coming and checking. And she's like, look at this. Look at this butter on the counter. And like finding things to complain about. And I remember it's like, 10 p.m. It's like a Sunday night. Morgan has on just a t-shirt, like a Tweety Bird t-shirt, and it's storming outside. And my mom grabs her by the front of her shirt, storms from the kitchen, through the dining room, through the living room, throws open the front door and throws my sister out on like the porch, slams the door shut. And with the angriest face, like stormed back into the kitchen, looked at me and then cut a U-turn and went back. And then I just heard my sister in the room like, <laughs> and she's like drenched. <laughs> she's soaking wet. My mom is like, what I tell you? Don't do that I was like man that's some crazy shit big dog like maybe uh maybe like a therapist or something and you know she never did and look at us now very emotionally stunted yeah $60 a week for therapy I have two therapists. So before we veered off into this, I was going to be like, speaking of crazy moms, there's Darla, who is Angel's like oh, yeah, vampire mom, but also like lover. And then it sort of the, it took a turn into talking about like our crazy ass families. So I was like, mm, maybe I shouldn't use that as a segue. <laughs> but she was his crazy mom that he had ended up having to kill to actually get away from. So they dressed we Giles haven't gone that like far. Um, a little boy who is like doing picture day. Like he's a kindergartner and they put him in like a plaid shirt and then they put a tie on it. It's a clip on tie because he's a kindergartner. And then they put a sweater over that and they're like, okay, are you ready, Randy? Or are you ready, Rupert? And Rupert's like, yeah, I'm going to go to school. And then he goes <laughs> to school and takes pictures in his ugly ass kindergarten outfit. You say that like you wouldn't fuck Giles though. I would, but he'd have his clothes off. So I'd be like, those would look even better tucked under my bed where I would not have to look over and see them while I was thrusting on top of you. He pulls up his sleeves so you can get that like buff forearm action. And see those I'm like, like man veins. You are ready. I love a good man. Let me see your arms, James. I don't have man veins i'm sure you've got at least one Give me all one. collapsed what <laughs> the heroin i knew no i'm kidding <laughs> no you got big hands though that was it i have okay. tiny hands i have very small hands and they look smaller because i don't have nails on you know when i was writing the sad. summary i realized that the word angel is so weird like my brain started like it was like ankle tackle. yes <laughs> i was like uncle hmm. My brother used to make fun of me because we were really into Dragon Ball Z and there was an Angel Goku, but I saved the file from the internet as Angle Goku. <laughs> and my brother made fun of me for years for that. When I was like really little, like six or seven, I took a piece of notebook paper and drew an angel and I, I wrote my grandma a poem and it was just like, I am an angle. <laughs> God sent me from Hayvane to tell you it is going to be okay. And she still has it on her wall. 
But then like I redid it when I was like 11 as like, oh my, like I was like, look, grandma, I've gotten, my art has gotten better. She said, you already made this and <laughs> threw it away. <laughs> and I was like, don't understand. <laughs> uh, it really broke my heart. But then one time I made a, like a custom birthday card for my great grandfather and I gave it to him. He was like, well, you wrote it all in yellow so I can't see it. And then he threw that away. And I was like, do you all love me? <laughs> Your grandma, if she was a Hollywood executive, all these remakes, she would say, get the script. This has already been made. Throw it away. Maybe they they need her because some things did not need to be rebooted, does not do not need to be rebooted. And they're they're going for Well, not a reboot. I'm saying remake. All that shit. Everything needs to be rebooted. Even the show reboot. And it got rebooted. Reboot got the reboot on Netflix. Angel's real name is Angelus. 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 Los this Angeles. Shit is terrible. Okay. It's, it's actually now. Angelus. And yes. You guys are saying it wrong. It's and not so, Angelus. It's Angelus. Angelus. But the master says uh, during this, his temper tantrum after she dies that Darla is 400 years old. Then we find out that Angel, Angelus, uh, was Angelus. like absolutely psychotic. Um, and guys, he's been I'm so a excited for the like, oh, I'm so excited. We get to, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> so he's been an angel uh an angel. See, look at he's been a vampire for two hundred and forty years. He's been alive for two hundred and forty years, but that's not factual. The a big thing in the series is that the WB and the series could never really like connect with how long he'd been alive so like when the series finale was coming they did some like a commercial for the episode where wb is thanking angel and they're like you've lived 240 years but if in the first season of buffy he'd lived 240 years and the fifth season of angel were saying he'd lived 240 years and angel didn't start until the fourth season of buffy that's not right canonically it's wrong well, I mean, by the time you're 240, if it's a 10-year gap... I'm going to count every birthday. Look, all I said was it's 240 plus the 40 years he obviously lived before he was turned into a fucking vampire because he looks... No, the 40 so is the end. So if tired. you got bit by a vampire right now at your age and then in 100 years, you will have just lived 128 years. I don't ever want to do that. Live for 128 years. I didn't want to live for 28 years. Yeah, like what the fuck? Like making it to 28. I'm like, woo. Life has a funny way of turning you into a Pez dispenser. Nothing. That's when you take a bunch of pills and they come back up. (laughs) Um, I liked Darla. Darla was. We thought the three was gonna be like the main villain of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And then like they got taken care of, taken out by Darla. Um, because they failed to kill Buffy. But I liked Darla, even though her aesthetic was really ruining like her whole vibe. Like the outfits really that she had on this, was y'all. Terrible. Darla does not die. But I think that it happens and I think they re they bring her back an angel, so I'm just gonna say it, it doesn't matter. But Darla is like I know that we see her again and it's not just in flashbacks. Darla doesn't die. That's why I was like, What the fuck? Well, and also she doesn't she didn't turn into the usual dust. It was like a, Turned into a black, yeah, like a black powder instead of like just turning into like ashes. So I was like, what in the hell? But Darla was funny. I thought Darla really brought some like scheming to the table. Like sometimes I feel like the villains that they go up against are sort of juvenile. Like Jesse. Yeah. You know, Xander, I feel so alive. <laughs> just like stupid or like the hyena thing was like silly and Darla was really like what I would imagine a 400 year old vampire is where like they've lived a long time. So they sort of are mischievous in a way that people like 
canonically do like fairies and stuff where they do shit just to be like, yeah, let's see if it works or not. So she like, even the master's like, Darla, you have a plan? And she's like, hell yeah, I got a plan. And she sets Angel up to like be killed by Buffy and to have him actually turn around and kill her by, you know, attacking Joyce and then being like, I know that this bitch is coming home soon. Let me make it look like, you know, Angel tried to eat Buffy's mom. When they're in Angel's incredibly nice house for him to be squatting there, like it was set up very, it looked like something straight out of Girlfriends. When she (laughs) walks in and she pulls the curtain back on him, one, he doesn't completely get out of the sunlight, so he should have exploded. And two, she then walks through the stream of sunlight, so she should have exploded. And that would have just been the end of the episode. Do they get like, not immunity, but do they build up a tolerance as they get older? No, but there's the Gem of Amara. Which is like, if you have it on, you can go out whenever you want to. But we don't find out about that till the fourth season. But it's mm. not like something so integral to the series. That oh, my God. Thank you so much for spoiling another You're thing. So, Spoiler alert. Okay. Before we find out Angel is a vampire. No, 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 no. Before you no, no, find no, out no, that no, Angel no, is no, na- no. a vampire. Before the series finds out he's a vampire. James, it was so obvious. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. He only, How? he lurks in the shadows like all the other vampires do. He only comes out at night like all the other vampires Just like do. the freaks. I thought what? he was just like an edgy Christian guy. No, that is for real all I thought he was. <laughs> Stop singing. <laughs> was that on this podcast? I don't was, think I it, think, was. Yeah, it was. Like yeah, two it episodes was. ago. Okay, I didn't know if it was that or mostly love and no, lucha. No, that was way. No, I thought I we played a James song. Where's your the, head at? No, I don't know where it's at. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I I told you guys I know nothing about this series. I know I nothing think you about just Angel. Nothing. Like I was like, damn, he really has lived under a rock since 1996. I had I don't know that Angel's a vampire. He's so he's also a vampire and angel. Yeah. Did you think he was an angel? I thought he was an instrument of God. For real. I thought he was like... Wow. Of a, a divine order. That's what I thought he was. No, honey. That would have been better, He's a though. vampire. <laughs> oh, Buffy screamed her little head off when he turned into a vampire after I just kissed. really wanted the mom to come up and she'd be like... She'd give her some like random ass reason for that excessive ass scream. Like, what happened? Like, oh, I stubbed my toe. <laughs> <laughs> Darla definitely calls Buffy's mom fat. Like, she was like, do you want something big to eat or something small? And she was like, something big. And I was like, why would... It would have been, like, wittier and less rude if she would have been like, I want something maybe 40-ish. Yeah. Because she'd be like, what? And then she'd bite her. Or uh, I like an aged wine. Well, I mean, she's pretending to be a high schooler. I know. So yeah, that's the only... I like an aged cheese. Why are they <laughs> talking so loudly about killing Angel in the... um? the uh, hospital but then why are they practicing fighting in the public library yes. during school hours oh yeah there's but then a why lack a of discretion in general there's just a lack of subtlety in this group of people and it's willow and buffy have this full-on conversation about angel and darla is staring at them through the bookshelves that i can't imagine like buffy i buffy love her been like, is sometimes darla? so self-involved <laughs> like your vampire senses aren't tingling there's something watching you and i was just about to be like maybe she doesn't have them but she knew when the three were behind yeah. her but i think maybe they were musty yeah that's probably it but she also like alludes to the fact that she knows that angel follows her around maybe and sometimes doesn't like present himself to her likes a little must in her man that's disgusting james just said what <laughs> last week when he was talking about how he likes musty women yeah i do 
My so comment still stands. Um, do, <laughs> I said what I said. Women might like a musty lady, but I would like to say I commented on how why are they practicing this stuff in yeah in this library? But I did think it was really funny when he was like, "I'll put your pads on." And she was like, "Oh, I won't need pads to fight you," <laughs> and then yeah. beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I bet that was one Poor of the, that Giles. goes back to like a few episodes ago. I said, "How many times do we think he's wanted to call her a bitch in this season alone?" I bet he was like, "Bitch, I'm about to beat the shit out of you." <laughs> but and Nicole, then she beat the shit out of him. Nicole just said, "I think he might be homeless." <laughs> Which that he just we, lives in the life. Yeah, we haven't seen his home yet, so yeah. he's homeless. Do we see his home ever? Oh yeah. Does he have like a shag pad? I don't know what that means. Like a fuck house. I don't know, but if you're into gay porn, there's a specific gay porn called the fuck house, and it's just like ten black men just going at it. I think you've talked about that on it's this. It's really good. It's by it Black by... Rain Productions. Oh, I know. It was one of the raw ones. Breed it raw. Black Rain Productions owns Breed it raw. Okay, then yes, you've talked about this yeah. on. They have uh, the Fuck House Two coming out. It's coming out soon. Fuck I'm House so Two. Excited. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> what? How could we make Electric Boogaloo into a porn title? Like Australians, like they're like Book Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll yeah. do it. There it is. Um, how many? So, oh, 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 oh! I would like to introduce a new segment. It's the irre- irreparable house damage counter. We got one. We're seven episodes in and we got one because when she threw him through that window, she shattered that shit. Does the mom bring that up? I wonder, like she doesn't. And it's like, yeah. that's a big thing. Uh, and so they probably, when she had to be rushed to the house, hospital, they probably looted their home unless they live in like, I don't know, Carol Stream. Also, how is this mom affording that huge ass house? She owns a gallery, James. Yes, I know, but that's, you're not making that much money off from a gallery, are um, you? But also money the laundering. dad probably. Oh. oh, Or that. I was just going to say the dad probably makes good money. Wait, do we meet Buffy's dad? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I just thought he was dead. No, they get, they're divorced. That's why they moved out here. Oh, I thought they moved because of her burning down a gym. And because she burned down the gym. Okay. There was something else. How many bullets were in Darla's gun? She shot those guns for a lo- First of all, it, that's actually oh, my yeah. line of the episode where Buffy pulls up the, um, the bow and arrow and she goes, ooh, scary. And pulls out two <laughs> guns. It's like, scary. <laughs> it was just so funny. that Because I, I was like, oh. She like, really all made noises of like, like ooh. Like, imagine already you're fighting someone who's, like, stronger than the average human. And that vampire was like, I'm not going to do this with you. I'm just going to shoot you. (laughs) She was like, I I just, this is a waste of my time. She is 400. She was like, I have fought a million people. I don't want to fight you. She's like, it's not even fun anymore to, like, fight. She's like, you know what I really like? I did. I got the blicky. So, (laughs) pew, pew, shot Angel just to get him out of the way. My whole thing was when the scene starts, it's Buffy with the crossbow going after Angel. Buffy with the crossbow in the bronze. going after that Angel. That is empty because it's been being fumigated for all the fucking roaches. I sort of knew from the beginning, I was like, there's something going, like he's making this, he didn't attack her mom. And all he needs to do is explain that to her. So why is he fighting with Buffy? I'm like, he's making this look good because Darla's there. But they also don't really tell us after that kind of sexual scene with Darla where like, she's like, oh, I wasn't in the, sorry. The the scene where she's like, oh, you're hurting me. That's good too. Which weirdly enough, I knew that like that part of the scene word for word, which makes me think I probably watched that scene specifically a lot. I had a thing when I was younger where like I couldn't find porn. So I just find kind of sexy scenes in TV shows and just rewatch them and really rub one out to it. <laughs> Matt, you're hurting me. That's good too. Man, 
I was flicking the bean to that one. <laughs> but um, we don't, like, they don't give us any, like, they don't exposition. do anything. Right. But I don't want to say exposition. They don't do anything that makes us think that they didn't, like, fuck right then and there. And he, that was, like, all he needed to pledge his allegiance to them. Because there's nothing less surprising than a man pledging his allegiance to something for pussy. So I wouldn't have been surprised. However, I was surprised when she took them guns out. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> she was like, uh, okay, I got these two guns. I don't know how many shots she fired off. Too many. On my Xander counter, though, there were eight Xander scenes and seven of them he was awful. But the one scene he wasn't awful was when Giles, Willow, and Xander arrive to the bronze during that fight scene. And Xander provides some help by saying we need to come up with a distraction to help Buffy. You know, he doesn't actually come up with a distraction. Willow does it because she's infinitely better than Xander. Willow lets Buffy know, hey, it wasn't Angel that tried to eat your mom. It was Darla. And Darla shot straight for that girl's head. Darla yeah. was like, oh, and you <laughs> shut the fuck up. She said, you bitch, you are fucking on my plan. If Xander had like provided a distraction, he would have been like, Buffy, there's a gun. And just threw Willow in the way. <laughs> Which is so sad because Willow's fantasy is of Xander kissing oh, yeah. her. And I was like, that's so pathetic can you imagine how the like the crew of people like when you fumigate you have to come back and check to make sure everything's gone can you imagine they came in the next day like what the fuck are all are these, these bullets and broken <laughs> what were the roaches doing but you know what um my note here it says um i too am pro killing niggas uh to get rid of feelings because <laughs> when buffy was in the hospital they were just like, you know, what are we going to do? Kill Angel because he tried to eat your mom? And Buffy was like, yeah. Like, I don't know if it'll work, but to, or like to get rid of the feelings that she had for him. And she was like, I don't know if it'll work, but it's worth a try. And I was like, mm, yeah. But then in the scene where she's supposed to be trying to kill Angel, she's talking to him. Shoot him or shut the fuck up. Like, I'm like trying to get him to lick her neck and shit, which like, I mean, same, but probably not in that moment. Yeah. I don't in know. In the arms of the angel. But yeah, Darla was just by far my favorite uh, character in this episode. There's so many things <laughs> in this show where I expected Luke to be on he for at least dead. One, well, I was expecting him for to, to at least be the main villain for the entire season. And then when that didn't happen, I was like, yeah. But then, oh, you know, like a hench, like a right hand man. Mm -hmm. And then I was expecting, oh, then that means Darla will be around because for a while. Because he is out of right hand men now. Well, we don't have the three yeah. anymore. It yeah. just, I just don't remember Darla dying, I think was my thing. But Darla was his right hand man. Yeah. That's why he had that like, she was my blown temper tantrum that baby Antichrist Colin had to like talk him out of, um, which was funny. But then they held hands. It just and reminds me that away. I hate child actors. He's a child. I couldn't, I wouldn't call him an actor. He's just a kid saying mm. shit. I think we, but I have true. everything. I had, oh, Willow thinks drinking a gallon of Gatorade is impressive. I bet he had so much diarrhea. <laughs> I bet that's what it was. Well, she's, oh yeah, the, the ick factor. <laughs> he just starts shitting in front of her. <laughs> that's pretty funny. He's just like, oh no. And then she's like, oh, I was like, impressed. See, ladies, did you go <laughs> <laughs> Or he like threw it up as just like a fountain of Gatorade bile. Yeah, that's totally what happened. Gatorade and bile. Guys, that's all I have. And that's all I have. Uh, I did make a note about how vampires talk about human tragedies so like fondly. 
like she was talking about Budapest and they mentioned some sort of like plague when everybody was sad and they were just picking humans off to eat them. So like exciting. in her like fun time with uh, Angel back in the day. So, so exciting. So I was just like, so okay. Xander, I'm so excited. <laughs> That's the hardest part about watching the series is that there are like times where like I either really want to watch episodes by myself, but I'm trying very hard not to while we go through this series. Or I just want to like skip ahead to an episode so I can be like, guys, look at this one. But it's like somebody here has never seen the full series and another Both somebody's of- only seen nine episodes. I've seen more than nine episodes because Tavia does skip around and make me watch episodes. Not that recently. Are just... I've gotten really good at just like I just have thrown myself into Roswell. Yeah. yeah. We ha- which is Darla. I was like, I know yeah. that girl's voice, Agent but I Topolsky. don't know from where. But she's Agent Topolsky. But when Roswell. I saw Julie Benz's name, I was like, that's either Darla or Drusilla. And it was Darla. Darla. She's also on Dexter. I never and saw Angel. Dexter, but I feel like Dexter, somebody told me that Dexter would be something that's like up my alley because it's, it's about serial killers. It's fantastic until the last season. Mm. Just like I'm Buffy. Not, just like most things. Pretty Little Liars, Gossip Girl. Wow, Pretty shit. Little Liars was such a grave disappointment. Gossip Girl was the first show that I ever stopped watching in the middle of it because I said, oh, this is not good. But I only season two, episode four probably is when I said, oh, yeah, this is the same plot every single episode. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Um, The way that it ended was such a disappointment. And I was like, I knew this was how it was going to end all along, but I had hoped for better. And now yeah, Penn Badgley, Penn Badgley is reprising his role as, you know, Lonely Boy in this new movie, You. He's still a creepy-ass stalker who's is that the, hoping to end up with the girl of his dreams. The main guy who ended up be, being Gossip Girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not from around here. Of and course he is. he's not fucking attractive. I cannot emphasize enough. There's nothing about Penn Badgley that I'm like, mm. Oh, but Taylor Momsen... She's Ooh. annoying. I don't like Taylor Momsen either. Wasn't Michelle Trachtenberg in Gossip Girl? Yeah. No. Yeah. She's, yeah. I had a crush on her. Me oh, too, shit. As Georgina Sparks. It's just, it's all, there's always going to be someone that I have to, oh, but no, 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 no. Yeah. No, because sort of makes you hate her. But Regina Sparks is Michelle Trachtenberg's character on Gossip Girl. And I was like, huh. And, you know, looking back, maybe I should have realized that I liked women a, a little earlier than when I actually realized I liked women. Same. <laughs> no, I pretty much know my whole life. No, I was very when much I came out of in the womb, um, I saw the nurse and I was like, that's a bad bitch right there. Hey, the womb was your closet. Oh, you came out of it. Oh, precious. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I was really mad. You've yeah, never yeah. even seen Star Wars. What of it? <laughs> you don't have to see Star Wars to know about that boy, Chuby. Yeah, that's his name, guys. Chuby. Chuby Wooby. Guys, I love Chuby. I thought <laughs> it was a post. one. I thought it was wait, Chewy. Wait, wait, wait. There's a post on Tumblr that I have to try to find. Well, we don't have... To, you can show me afterwards. But it says tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. You just told me what it is. It's like, I love Star Wars, C-3PO, <laughs> Tobacco. <laughs> okay, well, I've been Anissa. Where can uh, we yeah. find you? You can find me on Instagram, underscore Anissa Marie, or Twitter, underscore Ms. Valdez, or Cash App, 
Anissa V24. Go ahead and send me some coins. Hey, wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, just search either Mostly Speakin' Sentai, This Movie's Gay, or I'll Get There. Those are my other podcasts. You can find me there. Also, listen to my rap music. It's Marsh <laughs> Land <laughs> Monster. That one was pretty bad. My throat got so dry. Oh, also, we have a Twitter for this podcast. Oh, we yes. never plug it, but we do. I am experiencing such grave... Like, my boobs are sliding all over the place because they're so sweaty. It's WTHM pod yes. on Twitter. What the hell mouth. What the, the hell The acronym mouth. then pod. You guys only interact with me, apparently. Also, one of you guys has to run that. It should be TC. Right. Who know who can post Buffy related stuff? Do hashtag Buffy the Vampire Slayer get people interested interested in us? Sure, yeah. I'm gonna start like taking it over and just be like, oh, I want to ram the fuck out of the girl who played Buffy. <laughs> I'm fine at with Sarah that. Mich- at SMG, I want to oh. ram the fuck out of you. <laughs> no, at don't Allison do that. Hannigan James, one third of the podcast wants to fucking ram you. No, I don't. He wants to ram your asshole. No, <laughs> I'm gonna start just putting stuff like She's that. She's a mother. Like at the guy who played Xander, Anissa wants to ram you through with a sword. She hates you so much. A la Power Rangers, the Red Ranger killed his roommate with a sword. In real life. Yes. Eril. That's IRL. He only did like six years, right? I have no idea. He didn't do a lot of time. Yeah, he only got like six years. But it was like self-defense. Right. So they gave him involuntary manslaughter. TC, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Tavia.CW. I post pictures of cats that display my innermost feelings. You got to change that part up sometimes. I post pictures of myself and my significant other. There That's we go. That's fun. On Twitter? No, on Instagram. Oh, but what's you your Twitter? Twitter? I don't post you on, Inst- on Twitter. Well, who's looking at pictures on Twitter? I don't know. I I don't know what people look at on Twitter. But you started saying Twitter, I thought. So that's why I thought. I don't think so. What's your Twitter? But you can follow me on Twitter at Tavia underscore CW, where they won't let me put a period because they, I'm going to say it every time until they change that stupid rule. I've I've been James. (laughs) I've been Nassim Pedrad. (laughs) No, I've been Tavia. (laughs) No, no, wait, wait. Let's do... uh, Nassim... No, no, at the same time. Oh, let wait. Let her do it first. Oh, yeah. I mean, none of this is getting cut. Oh, great. Uh, well, I've been Anissa. Nassim. Oh, no, I was going to say. <laughs> okay. No, let's say, and we've been Nassim Padrad. Okay, wait, go. I've been Anissa. And we've, we've been, been Nassim Padrad. And this has been What, what the, the Hell Mouth. Mouth. <laughs> Mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We were talking about SNL and at the like we had we weren't like like we had only known each other for like a month at that point and we were just like randomly having a conversation about SNL. And then at the same exact time, both of us just, there's a beat and we both go, Nassim Padrad. We had never talked about this actress, had no conversation about SNL, maybe besides Lonely Island, or this was a Lonely Island conversation. And is that that when you guys knew that you guys would be BFFs forever? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. 
Uh, so who's intro and I mean now I Is guess this I the start will. of the episode. No, it, this will gonna... be like a blooper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. This has been a Marshland Media production, produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.